Welcome to a special edition of Sky Blue Fans TV, sponsored by Sky Blue Tavern, Dillon's Brewery, and in partnership with CCFC Fan Store and CCFC Prints. We're joined tonight by our very own Ken Stewart, and you're not going to believe this, but Coventry City's very own shot stopper, Ben Wilson. I must warn you though, there is a little bit of colourful language at the start. And then we get reaction from some of the City fans at tonight's Leamington and Warwick supporters meeting with Stuart Linnell and Dave Boddy. So I'm Miles Cadden and this is Sky Blue Fans TV podcast and I'm down here in Leamington uh, for the Leamington and Warwick supporters group and uh, I'm joined by regular Ken and and we've got, just bumped into actually, he's sat down here (laughs) and uh, just relaxing, Um, Ben Wilson, how are you? I'm very well, and uh, thank you very much for having me on the show. Thank you for joining us. And um, first of all, uh, there's one question I want to start off with, and it's always been on everyone's lips. We haven't saved a penalty for a long, long time, probably two or three seasons. <laughs> West Bromwich Albion, you saved the first penalty, for, I think it was three seasons. What was it like? I think it was longer than three seasons. For my own confidence, I think it was longer than three seasons. I think it was Lee Burge, wasn't it, about four or five years ago? Yeah, um that's what I've been told anyway, not that I've done any research into that, just to build my own ego a little bit, but uh, no, going back to the penalty save, I remember before the game going through, I led the goalkeeping coach, and I knew before the game which side I was going to dive, no matter what, obviously depending on which penalty taker it was, and obviously the guy who took it, I, um, I had done my research on him and worked out a strategy to how I was going to save it, um, which obviously normally means diving and touching it with your hand, but... Um, no, I, it was obviously the research and it, it paid off and obviously the moment of the game with it being last minute, last kick of the game, it was, I mean, the emotion was, was unbelievable. But I remember saying to the referee just before, obviously after I abused him about a thousand times, saying... Oh, how he did the penalty yeah, in the first place. Yeah, it was an disgrace. <laughs> and he, he, I think, even apologised after a few of the lads that he spoke to since yeah. to say, look, it wasn't, it wasn't a penalty. I mean, that's twice. I mean, I remember my debut at uh, Norwich. Um, my debut, my second game at Norwich... And um, I think it was Keith Stroud, the referee, gave obviously the penalty. And I've got a, I'm not, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, I've got a mate who's a referee in the championship anyway. Um, I'll not name names. No. But uh, <laughs> I said to him straight after the game, I says, have a look at this. It's not a pen, it's a disgrace, blah, blah, blah. And uh, he says, oh, it's a, bit, it's a bit soft, it's a bit soft, but I can see why he's given it. And I was like, nah, it's a disgrace, mate. I won the ball fair and square. And obviously even that day I abused Keith Stroud. I mean, what I said to him, I'm surprised he didn't get sent off the pitch. Um... <laughs> I mean, we, 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 we were down the other end, the opposite end, obviously with the way fans, and, and, and we could see it wasn't a penalty. Yeah. I, I, why point? I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's, I was, it was crazy. I mean, even that game, obviously the Norwich won, and again he came up to me the next game that we played, and he was referee, and said, "Look, I need to apologise." But obviously, it's gone. It's happened now. You know what I mean? But I conceded a goal because of that. Yeah. Um, but luckily, we got a point out of that game. Um, and again, obviously going back to the West Brom game, obviously all the lads are abusing the referee. It was one of the, it was probably even softer than the one I give away against uh, Norwich. 
And um, anyway, just before he t- took the penalty, I went up to the referee and says, look, what's happening? Will it be full-time as soon as it's gone? And he was like, yeah, 100%. As soon as he kicks the ball, whatever happens, it's full-time. So anyway, he steps up. I save it, and I've run off. And I'm going, fucking buzzing. I'm going, fucking... I'm allowed to swear. I'm allowed to yeah. swear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went, fucking, come on. And obviously, we were going out as a team that night. I went, let's get fucking mortal. Honestly. And I remember Dom's face lit up. And then Rosie, Rosie running towards you going... Get the fuck back in goal! It's fucking it's, the ball's still in play, and I'm going. It's fucking full time, and he's already told me. And honestly, I mean, I had tears in my eyes. I, I was going crazy. And I was, it was it was as if I would won the league or I'd won the uh, World yeah. Cup. I mean, whatever emotion strikers get or anyone who scores a goal, that feeling that I got after that penalty save was just like it was phenomenal. And I mean, I mean, it's given us like goosebumps, and my heart's gone now thinking about it. I mean, it was amazing. And obviously, unfortunately, I don't get a penalty. Uh, say a bonus which would have been nice whereas the lads get goal scoring bonuses but um, it was no, the the whole emotion behind it and it got us the point and, but obviously unfortunately we didn't get in the playoffs and that, it stops us from getting in the playoffs um, but again just going back to the penalty it was the whole emotion side of the thing and the whole like reaction from everyone afterwards I mean walking over the fans and them singing my name just constant like for 10 15 minutes of whatever it was it was just like phenomenal and I'd never ever felt like that and it was the first time in my life I'd felt like I'd been appreciated by fans um, and to see that I, 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 again I didn't know how to act I was like pushed in front of them I'm going shit I'm shit myself I'm shit myself this is more nerve wracking than standing for facing this penalty I'm going how do I react obviously some of the boys like sometimes dance on I'm going I'm not embarrassing myself by dancing I'm just going to applaud them look like I'm calm yeah, but inside yeah. I'm like absolutely buzzing like yeah. and obviously again because they all pushed you didn't they they, yeah, they all yeah. pulled you from the back and pulled yeah. you forward to, towards us all because I mean I remember I mean the um uh, uh, the first row of seats in the crowd and then there was a barrier and I couldn't get to a seat so I was stood up <laughs> and when you save a penalty it was like as if we'd won the game oh yeah I mean yeah again obviously because it's a, quite a big game isn't it I mean yeah. is it Midlands Derby yeah, it's a um, game, yeah so obviously to get out that against West Brom who's a relegated team with a relegated team and who are a massive team aren't they at the end of the day I mean yeah. some of their players I mean one player's probably wages a all of our wages put together you know what I mean that's the kind of team we're playing against and yeah it, it felt for me it felt like a massive victory um, and again the, the emotion and the reaction from the fans was just like outrageous it was just amazing and again like as much as I don't go on social media like my phone was going absolutely wild after and obviously the lads were buzzing obviously the gaffers buzzing everyone's buzzing like so yeah yeah, brilliant. And then I mean t- touching on the season uh, forthcoming season um you, you're, you're South Shields and it's no, Sunderland no, not South Maggie. Shields no, <laughs> that's Waggy isn't it no, no, yeah that's Waggy no, that's Waggy sorry yeah Durham, County, Durham, County Durham, Durham. Durham that's it um, that's it isn't that where Cheryl's from isn't it yeah she's from Newcastle way isn't she so um, we're on about Cheryl Cole though, either, yeah, yeah. yeah Cheryl too she's still <laughs> yeah, Cole whichever she is yeah. Yeah, but I mean are you looking forward to that do you really want to start that game honestly I'm I'm putting myself in a position where I've given myself the best opportunity and best chance to play that game and yeah I'll be emotional I'll be I'll be nervous but look I'm, I'm nervous against West Brom I'm nervous against Walsall or Oxford in the free season friendly we're playing on Saturday you know what I mean it doesn't matter who we're playing I'll be nervous so um, but obviously it's a special game to just to be able to prove a point at the end of the day this football club let me go 10-12 years ago so it's a kind of 
I want to prove a point, but without trying to prove a point, you know what I mean? It's whatever happens in the game is, is going to happen, and I'll do my best to get us the three points that day if, if I do play. Yeah, because I mean, there'd be you, there'd be Waggy, there'd be yeah. returning up there, and then um, Doyle. Uh, the new signing, the young lad, he, he, he'll be returning as well. How how do you think a young lad's shoulders like him is going to be able to cope with that? It's it's strange because obviously I met him for the first time the other day and I I, I knew his face obviously because he, he played at Sunderland last year and I, I walked in I went, he doesn't look a deal over, over older than twelve. This kid, like who is it? Like I, I, I thought it was just some little intern walking in the field. I thought no, that's not Colin Doyle. Surely he's not a footballer. Um, but from what I've read and seen of him, he's 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 going to be a great addition. And I think again, he's he's a Manchester lad. He's I don't think he's going to get caught up in worrying about what they think about him. Um, he looks he's come across as a young, confident lad. He he's played a lot of games at his age. So for him to do that, he must be a a well disciplined well mentally strong guy like you know what I mean so I think he'll be fine and obviously Waggy again he's a mature he's been around the block he's played against some of the numerous times since so for him he's going back and again he'll want to score a goal to to score against Sunderland don't get me wrong but it's all about Cop City that game that game and it's about us and we're going there to roll them over really and kick them off the park and make sure we absolutely smash them like Brilliant, that's what we love to hear that, mate. We love it, absolutely love it. As much as it pains me. As as it pains me. <laughs> now, being a goalkeeper, I mean, it's a lot different to being outfield. How, how much better is it when you've got uh, three centre-backs um, and there's one naturally left-footed? Now, we've got Bidwell left-footed who can play centre-back. We've got uh, Doyle that's come in, he's left-footed, going to play centre-back. You've got uh, Penza that's come in, he's left-footed centre-back. How does it feel for a goalkeeper having, saying, that more balance at the back compared with, saying, having three right-footed centre-backs? It's, I, can, I can understand why, from the outside, it looks like, yeah, you should have a left-footer there playing left centre-half, left but the ability that them three's got, Rosie, Dom and Fads, is like unbelievable. Any of them can play well. Now, Fads can play down the middle because he's a bit older now. He doesn't like to run too much. Um, but... If Rosie's on the left, he's got one hell of a right foot, so if he chops in on his right, he's going to find anyone out. And he's good enough and confident enough on his left foot, um, as well as Dom. Dom played that side all the way throughout the league one season. Um, and again, the first year in the Championship. So, again, he's comfortable enough to do it. I mean, centre-half have got the easiest jobs in the world, haven't they, really? I mean, <laughs> when they've got those creepers behind them, keeping them right for 90 minutes, it's uh, it's not too bad of a life. But... Uh, no, again, it's nice to have a left-footed player there, especially like in terms of like when Jake played and obviously Matt was on the left, Jake would open out and smash it into Matt and it was a pass that Matt could take a touch and go forward. Whereas, like, say, if you've got a right-footer there, he's playing the ball into him, so he has to then manoeuvre his body to then go forward. Whereas, at least if you have got a left-footer, it's a ball played forward that he can run onto or take a touch forward. So, in terms of that, it's it's more comfortable for a left-footed side player to play there. But in terms of my personal view... I don't mind who plays there because I've got trust in every single one of them and I know they're comfortable enough. We, we train every day at an intensity and at a level where you've got to, you've put in these difficult situations so if they can cope with in training, they can cope with on a match day. And how, how's, how's um, Casey Palmer settling? He's a good lad, honestly, yeah. yeah. Casey's obviously he's, he's went straight on his boy Funky and, and Toddy Kane, you know what I mean? But I've wound them up because obviously Funky and Gus are best of mates at the club. 
and now Casey's come in. I mean, it could be uh, there could be a few uh, <laughs> choice of words. You know what I mean? I've tried to wind them up a few times about it, and I've got a few laughs. So that's the main thing. But yeah, obviously Casey's fit straight in. He's he's a good lad, and I mean, his ability is unbelievable. Like what I've seen of him so far. Uh, the only thing I, I would say is soft as shy because he's had a few blisters but then again you can't say too much because blisters are probably one of the worst injuries as a footballer especially this time of year but no Casey's fit straight in he looks like he sh- he's, he's going to be like a vital part of the team this year like again I'm a, the only thing is like, he's a number t- he plays number 10 as well as Callum and Callum's like runs and runs and runs and his battery never runs out and I think Casey's probably one of them players who probably wants to get on the ball and do a little bit you know what I mean but um no, Casey's going to be a great addition. He's a good lad and a, an unbelievable footballer. Like his brain is like frighteningly. So you know, you know when you went away to Spain and you're sharing rooms. Mm. Is your roommate Simon Moore because you're both goalkeepers? No, well, it's been a thing for years in the football footballing world for as long as I've been a part of it. Anyway, that goalkeepers very rarely share because it was a case of if one gets ill that night, then he's going to then potentially pass it on to the other goalkeeper. So. Okay. Um, it's been known that we never share a room together. Although last year in Spain, we we shared a room, but I think that was more of a COVID thing. You're know, with someone who would had been had COVID or had been the same amount of jabs and all that. Um, but this year, my roommate was Victor, and uh, I think I'm on the verge of being fluent in Swedish because he was not off the phone all day. I don't know if my banter absolutely shy, but he was on the phone to his mates from home 24/7, apart from obviously when we were training. Um, but luckily I'm, I'm good mates with his mates from meeting them over the summer and that and spending time with them in the past so Victor's a good roommate and luckily enough we had the big room so I don't know if they're looking after Victor because he's obviously got all this interest in him you know what I mean <laughs> but uh, we got the corner room which was obviously two separate bedrooms so he could go in there and talk to his women or his mates and I could go off and just watch my iPad and watch Love Island and enjoy Love Island and peace sometimes so now it was um it was good, and obviously, like you say, going back to the keeper thing, it was, it is good to have a bond with your go- your your fellow goalkeepers. But at the same time, it's good to build because you're with them on the training field, and you've got a good relationship anyway. It's good to get to be with the other lads just to build a different type of relationship. And what was it like out in Spain? I mean, Ken Stewart here, uh, our regular on the podcast, he, he he was out there with the fans. I mean, that must mean so much for you as players and you yourself. Uh, how they've travelled that far to come and see you. Mm. I think, like you see, our conversation earlier on, it was like what the lads have done on the field has allowed this, the fans to fall back in love with the club. Not that they ever fell out of the club, but obviously, like you see, a lot of people had the issues with the club because of what goes on behind the scenes and nobody wanted to go back to Rico or the CBS. But because we're playing such good football, the fans have felt like realised how good we actually are. And, they're starting to believe again and obviously like you see, the boys are giving them that, that belief and that's turned us into going into um, the fans going to Spain and obviously I remember a few years back our first year in Spain there was like obviously we could play at the little Pinatar Stadium there was hardly a fan there it was probably the, the locals whereas this year we went the whole stand was jam-packed obviously not in Forest fans and Cov fans there but the uh, to see that was just was unbelievable and like you say Cov fans are known for their away support and obviously, over the years, it's been amazing. And obviously, the lads do recognise that. And it's like, it spurs them on. It's the 12th man in football, as people say. But again, to, to go all the way to Spain just to see a pre season friendly is like, it shows how, how much they're interested in it now. What I was going to say, the Camargo, I mean, I went to watch training as well. I went up to the hotel and we, we spent quite a bit of time up there. And to be fair to them, 
to Marsha and the kit man there he got us all having big pictures with the players and stuff and they were great he even brought water up to us I know you said about charging but he never charged us <laughs> but yeah. the camaraderie you can tell you know even walking up down to training and walking back up they were all having a laugh and there was no problem with photos or nothing like that they were more than welcoming to all of us there and it was great to see and I know I know you all went out for a game of golf I think who's the best golfer in the in the, in the camp well, certainly not me, that's for sure. Honestly, I'm the stiffest guy in the world. It's frightening. I normally play out there, but obviously, because I only played there and I never, ever play back in England, my body, for about a week, absolutely kills me. It's like the same when I go home in the summer, I'll, I'll play cricket for my local team, but I'll bowl 12 overs off the bounce thinking I'm still 15-year-old. And honestly, I'm, I'm in bits. I can't cope with it. I don't know if it's old age or what like, but um, I can't cope with the pain that it causes in my body. But there's a few golfers in the team. Obviously, Simon's a very keen golfer. He goes every day, um, goes on the driving range and goes around the golf. Uh, I've heard Goddard's is really, really good. But I think there were two, I don't know if you've seen the pictures, but uh, Waggy and Fads both dressed in the same outfit and they played against the gaffer and Marshy. Um, and I think Waggy's having himself as a really good golfer. He looks the part. He's obviously, um, you get, yeah, he looks the part. And I've heard that he is unbelievable. But I remember last year when we played, I played with Tyler Walker, and his technique was absolutely unbelievable. And I thought, my God, he, he, he could be a pro. Him, he could be a pro. But again, obviously, I don't really know too much about golf. I just know that you have spent a lot of time in the bushes trying to find me ball. Um, <laughs> but he hits the ball very straight. Gets on the tee, par bogey whatever whatever that whatever they all, they all mean but um no they all look apart definitely and yeah going back to the best from what i've seen and heard i would i would say either god as tyler or, or waggy talking about tyler walker i mean he, he obviously he was out on loan last year weren't he and he's come back and, and he's obviously he can score goals he's a proven proven goal scorer uh and, and robbins has said you know he's got clean slate and it was nice for him to he looks really sharp really sharp in training and he scored scored them two goals obviously against Forest. so it'd be nice for him to come back I mean even though he's been away I'm sure you're all still in contact with each other even though he's been away alone at another club I'm sure the players still stick together and even if players do go out on loan and stuff yeah. the, the camaraderie there between them all oh, I know she's at the Forest game you know as if he wasn't he hasn't been away sort of thing you yeah, know yeah. even though he'd missed half the season and then he hadn't you know, hadn't played so he looked good uh, no, how, how was that for him? No, Tyler's Tyler's amazing. He's a great lad. He's a he's a vital part of the group. He um, he's he's a great lad to be around, and he, he trains hard. Obviously, he's got some technique on him, and some of the goals he does score in training is like unbelievable. And sometimes you're like frigging hell, it's Tyler again. He's shooting, and he scores like nine times out of ten. Um, but yeah, he, he went on loan last year. Um, I think he went into a struggled team in Port of. I think. From what he said, it, they kind of gave up, and it was like difficult for him to get a good go, have a good go down there. But no, we we all know Tyler's ability, and him coming back in the team has has not changed anything from when he was here last season. You know what I mean? So, no, Tyler's come back this preseason, and he's looked sharp. I mean, even yesterday we played a game against Wolves, and some of his touches, his movement is it's it's unbelievable. And you can see why we signed him in the first place. So. I think it's just again, it's like it's just playing regular games, and obviously when you've got strikers like Goddard who's scoring left, right, and centre, Victor's scoring left, right, and centre, it's it's always going to be tough. As like obviously me and Simon, Simon's playing unbelievable, so I'm not going to get a look in. You know what I mean? So, but I've got to work hard off the field, and 
uh, on the training field, sorry, and that's what Tyler's been doing. And Tyler's come back in shape, and I think he's he's going to give the gaffer a headache, like. And obviously, the gaffer loves that kind of thing. So, um, no, let's if if we can keep him fit, if he can if he can stay sharp like he is, he'll he'll be a vital part of the season. I mean, you're you're looking sharp. I mean, you looked sharp when you you came on uh, a couple of games last season, towards the end of the season against Stoke West Brom, obviously, and then a few more games. I mean, when it's you and Simon Moore for this season, I mean, are you going to go and grab that number one spot? Are you going to go and grab that? Is it yours? Is it going to be yours? Are we going to see you week in, week out? Has the squad numbers been given out yet? Same squad numbers. To be fair, no, people look at number 13 and go, ah, it's unlucky that, it's unlucky that, but it's, it's following me around all my years, you know what I mean? And to me, it's just a number, so... I don't look too much into squad. Look, it'd be amazing to be the number one. I'll have the number one shirt, sorry. But at the end of the day, I mean, I'm a big fan of Ben Foster, and he's been number 26 for a few years. So I think if he can wear number 26, I can wear number 13. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm half the guy he is. So, um, <laughs> no. But again, like I, I want to play every single minute of every game, and I think I've come back this season and I've trained really well. I feel really good. I, like physically, mentally, I, I feel in a place where I can actually go and play week in, week out. Whereas, like a couple of years ago, I knew my position was number two, and I was I wasn't comfortable being number two, but I was in a position where I knew my role. You know what I mean? But now I'm in a in a different place, totally mentally and physically, where I feel confident enough to go and play week in, week out. Like Simon's amazing. and obviously when he plays, I'm going to support him 100%. But I'm fully confident after my performances last season that I can go into the season and comedy fans will be happy enough to see me and go whereas maybe once over they look at Simon and go yeah he's our number one he's this he's that he's amazing he's so much better than Ben but in my head I'm thinking hang on a minute I'm, I'm fucking amazing me you know I mean I'm, I, uh, I want to give the belief to every single fan and show the gaffer the fans all the lads that I, uh, I, I am number one at this football club and I want to be number one at this football club well you did that when Marco got injured didn't you I mean you, t- you took it by the scruff of the net and you really commanded that didn't you you really took it on and you were number one for virtually half a season weren't you yeah I think I mean I, I tell the story now of like looking back at that season and because I'd never really played in front of big fans or loud fans in my career before that I look at that spell behind closed doors and it was the best thing for me because things were coming out like in this in stats that I was receiving like I was getting com- compared to like Allback and it was only me and him the Atletico Madrid goalkeeper who was classed as like top three in the world goalkeepers and it was only me and him in the world who would like had a save percentage and a, and a passing, accuracy, passing accuracy or a passing percentage we were at the top and I was like friggin' hell hang on a minute I'm actually I'm actually alright you know what I mean so I know I done well. I, yeah, I made a, a few mistakes. I think a few mistakes towards the end of the season, but obviously we were safe, and it was a, it was a very tough season mentally because we were down there, but we were playing we were playing well, and we knew we were always going to be safe. But as, for as long as you're down there, it's still that little question mark in your head. But I um, I was really pleased with the outcome of the whole season. Um, to get to play for the first time is it gave me the confidence again I was going to say without the fans and I think that was the best thing for me knowing that I can't actually play at this level so then going into the following season yeah I didn't play a lot of games but the games that I played I was confident enough to know that I'm at this level for a reason I, I performed at this level last season so now it's performing in front of fans and again with a reaction from them towards the end of the season it, it was being unbelievable and that's given me the, the lift that I need and going into this season it's, I feel nothing but confident you know what I mean and and you love the fans, don't you? I love, I love the fans are amazing. Honestly, it's like yeah, you get abused off the odd few. You know what I mean? But that's part and parcel of football, isn't it? You just got to laugh it off these days. And I, I love me banter, so um, I just want to make everyone happy, whether it's 
uh, me personality side of things or if it's on the pitch and if I can do it on the pitch that's obviously the main thing because obviously that's what everyone wants to see obviously being a footballer like but um, no obviously the fans have been amazing with me I've, I've never felt more at home in a football club than what I have been here and that's obviously for the for the fans because of the fans sorry um, so again I've got nothing but amazing words to say about them all brilliant stuff and finally um, we've kept you long enough but how do you think we're going to do this year we're all very very optimistic how do you think we're going to do it and how do you think you're going to do and what teams and what teams also do you, the teams coming up or have came up into the league do you, do you fear anybody Um answer your question first we don't fear nobody I think the boys are full of confidence we, we fully believe in our own ability that we can beat anyone on the day again like we took six points off Fulham who won yeah. the league who ran away with the league you know what I mean I mean if that doesn't give you confidence what does um, we don't fear anyone yeah there's going to be tough games there's going to be games where we're not performing well but it's not because we want to perform badly we want to go out every day and perform unbelievable but unfortunately we're human beings and that's not possible um, but we know that the fans have fully behind us and will back us even on a bad day so um, I'm very optimistic about this season I think after last season and the season, the start we had we knew where we are and we knew where we could be and now again another season on another year of maturing we are mentally ready and physically going to be ready to deal with whatever comes at us and I think yeah, with the signings we've made, I think it's going to be a, a, an, unbe- an unbelievable season and we're, we're all very, like you say, optimistic and we've got nothing nov- but full confidence in one another and everyone around us and the fans to help us spur us on and like you say, it would be nice to get automatically promoted, don't get me wrong, but like, is that looking too far? But maybe it's not, it depends, you never know, it's football at the end of the day. We need a bit of luck along the way sometimes as well. I mean, we luck. didn't really get that much luck last year, did we? To be honest, there's games out there where we, we could have easily... I'm looking at just off the top of my head, probably had another ten points at least. Yeah, at least. Oh, easily. I mean, I mean, like you see these bloody strikers, you know, if they just put the ball on the back of the net. Um, no, it'd be... Stop <laughs> the right. yeah, exactly. Clean sheets, didn't we last year? No, it was good. No, there was, yeah. a, there was a lot of clean sheets last season. Um, well, like you see, it's we def- we're a team that defends from the front. So when we keep a clean sheet, it's everyone together. When we score a goal, it's everyone together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and there's no one out there who's an individual and I think that's why we're so good and so together because we believe in everyone's own ability to um, to get the best out of everyone so no, it's, um, again we, we could have had points but at the end of the day everything happens for a reason yeah. it was another learning curve what happened after Christmas in terms of maybe a few results didn't go our way but performance wise we were, we were unbelievable you get one or two again like I said before that you're, you're not going to be at it that day but it's 46 games at the end of the day I mean nobody can form look at Man City one of the best teams in England and they still have a bad game you know what I mean and their players are bloody multi-million pound players who's the top of the game so look we're human beings we're allowed, we're allowed to have an off day but uh, hopefully it'll not happen too many times this year and we'll, we'll run away and we'll win th- every game 3-0 <laughs> 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 that'd be lovely listen Simon it's, it, it, uh, I mean sorry Ben I meant Ben sorry I've forgotten to have to edit that bit no don't put it in it's funny sorry Ben it's because I was just about to ask you something about Simon Moore he's a good looking lad he's a good looking lad I'll give it no but that's bugging me up now cheers Ben I really really appreciate it it's been a pleasure Ken yeah, thanks no again problem. and um, good luck for the season uh, could you just give us one last thing play up Sky Blues play up Sky Blues <laughs> thank you very much for your time cheers no swearing
So we're still down here at Leamington uh, Supporters Club and Warwick Supporters Club and uh, we are listening to Sky Blue Fans TV and I'm joined by Peter, Dave and Jack. So what did you make to tonight, Peter? Did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it, yeah. I thought Ben was very forthright with his views and uh, honest, wasn't he, really? And uh, Dave Body, realistic. I mean, I think anything better than 12 is good. You can't, uh, can't say more than that, really, yeah. And um, do you think do you think we could get higher than 12? I think we could, but uh, to play it as we are, I'm still a little bit cautious about some of the, the transfers. You know, If we keep our free prize assets, I think we can go, but uh, I'd worry about Gucharest of the free, really, because uh, he can score and do lots of things as well, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, and Dave, what do you think to tonight? It was very good. It's the first one I've been to. Well, I'm very good to hear what they've got to say, and they seem very honest people, so I'm pleased. And what did you make to Ben's comments? He was good, and he seems a funny guy. <laughs> Someone said to him a minute ago, said that uh, if football doesn't work out, he could always go on stage. I bet he could, yeah. <laughs> he's got the confidence, although he said he was not that way when he first got up there. But, yeah, he's good. And um, what, what do you reckon to the season coming ahead? Because last season was superb, wasn't it? So what, what do you reckon is going to happen? The football was brilliant last season. Shame on some of the results near the end. If we can play as good or better we'll do well and keep the players we've got now that's the big thing brilliant stuff and I'll go over to Jack what do you make to tonight down here at Leamington and Warwick Supporters Club yeah I thought it was fantastic it's the first time I've ever been to something like this um, I've never really heard a player or, or staff member talk about the club it was really nice to hear Ben uh, and his inside views of the dressing room the, you know the staff the managers things like that and, and he got not a bad word to say about the club just just positive which is, is great to hear as a fan and um going forward to this season anything you're looking forward to any particular games every game I, I'm just happy that we're, we're back watching football post-Covid to be honest um, it, it was a great season last season and hoping to build on that so just looking forward to everything really and keeping our feet on the ground where do you think it could end up if we can keep fitness because of the, the, the fixture tight list and the World Cup obviously we can improve we're getting a deeper squad than we had last year, and that's what we need. So if we can keep the fitness, we will improve, simple as. And uh, going back to you, Peter, um, is there any games you're looking forward to? Maybe it's like all of them, really, yeah. yeah. I've got no problem with that, uh, as long as we win them. <laughs> <laughs> There's not one that stands out for you that you really desperately want us to go and win and beat them, hands down? Not really, no. No, no. just everyone. everyone. I-, I want us to do Norwich over. Yeah, I know. I suppose, yeah, the, the ones that get relegated, they probably deserve a bit of a, a thumpy, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah why and, not? And Norwich definitely do, don't they? They deserve to stay in the Championship for another season, really, don't they? I think so, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I don't tend to pay too much attention to the opposition. I'm more support our own team, really, but get behind the boys because they're wonderful, aren't they? Yeah, and, they're, uh, they're brilliant. I mean. And uh, you can do a lot with organisation and team spirit, I think, and... Simple things like when they score a goal, you can see they, they enjoy each other's company. Uh, the way they go over to the manager and, and celebrate. And uh, what put it home to me, a, a couple of away games ended last season, West Brom and Birmingham, seeing they looked destroyed because 15 minutes ago they were all going home because they were goal down or maybe. But with us, we'd be sort of thinking we can win it. We could still win it in injury time. It's that belief, isn't it? That's what you need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. And Dave, final word from you. Any games you're looking forward to, mate? 
I want us to stuff Burnley because they keep wanting to pick our players out. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> well, good point. Brilliant stuff. Well, thanks a lot, lads. And one more thing before you go. All together in harmony, give us a play-up score, Blues. Play-up score, Blues. So, uh, you're listening to Skyby Fans TV. I'm Miles Cadden, and we're still down here at the Leamington and Warwick Supporters Club tonight, where Dave Body and Ben Wilson have been talking with Stuart Lanau. And I'm joined by Mark and Weller, father and son. Um, what did you make to tonight? Yeah, do you know, it's lovely. It's really good to be here. It's nice to sit to hear some of the background stuff, hear some of the stories. And, uh, you know, it's nice to see somebody talking real, you know, not, not the media-trained responses, the answers. It's nice to hear the real answers and, you know, talk like a real person and telling the real answers. And just a little bit of insight into, into, uh, into City, really. Yeah, it was wicked. And what do you think, Weller, being a young lad? Well, it was really good hearing the um, hearing Ben all about the stories about the team in our in our Spain. Nice days out, the nights out. It's quite fun to hear. So, uh, well, uh, I mean, you're a young fan. Uh, how old are you? Fifteen. Fifteen, and um, I mean, you you've seen probably all the good times. You haven't seen any bad times, really. I mean, what what are your expectations for this season? Top 10, hopefully. I'll be good. Celebrating top 10. Uh, better than last year, hopefully. Just a little bit better. And is there any games you're looking forward to going to? Birmingham. Probably <laughs> Birmingham. Millwall, maybe. I don't know, Sunderland. That'll be some good games. Good stuff. And, and what about your dad here, Mark? What do, what do you reckon to this season? What, what, what do you reckon we're going to do? Do you know, you know, they're to dream. Mate, you know, towards the end of last season, when, when we knew we weren't going to make the playoffs, I just said, let's get down to the ground, let's do some singing, and just that split second when it goes quiet and then the ball hits the back of the net, that's what you go for. To have that buzz, to have that rush, like City just scored. Mate, that's all I want. I just want to go down and see City score. That's enough. You know, we might, you know, whatever, man. You know, playoffs, I, I don't know. If we can keep hold of Victor, I think we might have a chance. But uh, I suppose, yeah, it's great going to the ground. The atmosphere is fantastic. And it's just great to see City score a goal, in it? So uh, that will do for me. But if, whatever. If, you know, it'd be nice to make the playoffs. And are you going to get to go to any away games, do you think? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to, you know, with the Leamington and Warwick uh, Coventry City Supporters Club. There we go. Get, let's, get, let's get that in, shall we? Uh, yeah, mate. You know, there's nothing like watching City away, is there? So, yeah, really looking forward to going to a few away games. You know, I, I love going down the city. I love singing the songs. I love seeing the team play. You know, I, 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 you know, I remember when we weren't that good, and it's good to see a team playing well. It's good to see City playing well, and uh, it's good to see the fans coming back. And you know, the atmospheres are, are incredible. And the away games, really looking forward to just going singing for an hour and a half. And the away games, good. And, and well, are you you're going to Oxford on Saturday, are you? Yes, very looking forward to it. First game in a while. Bit of a singing, bit of dancing. Yeah. Looking forward to it. And uh, Jodie Jones is there now. Always back. Oh, is, is it Oxford? Yeah, he's back oh, at Oxford. Oh. Um, and he scored last night for them, so that would be nice to see him play against us, wouldn't it? Oh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> he can score, can he? <laughs> oh, he can. So, uh, anyway, lads, thanks, thanks for joining us. And before you go, both together, in harmony, give us a play-up score blues. Let's all sing together. Play up Sky Blues. You're listening to Sky Blue Fans TV. I'm Miles Cannon. I just want to say a big thank you to Leamington and Warwick Supporters Club for allowing us to come along this evening. 
and interact with all the fans. A massive thank you to Ben Wilson for giving us the opportunity to get an interview with him and an insight of what it was like to save that penalty at West Brom and uh, also the trip to Spain. Uh, before we go, though, I'd just like to say that we've got our competition running still till the 17th of July, and that is for a Coventry City shirt of your size and home or away. And all we ask is for you to get in touch with us on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram and answer the following question. Who does Casey Palmer play for internationally? And if you can get in touch with us, it is at SkyBlueFansTV1 and that is on Twitter, Instagram or Facebook. And just like to say one last thing, play up Sky Blues. These are sky blue days. These are sky blue days. When the CBS and the SBA will fight to the end and lead the way. Sing out together. Sky Blue Fans TV. For the fans, by the fans.